0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the Real Positive Girl Podcast. My name is Sabrina. Happy Monday to you all, my friends. I hope that you had a fantastic weekend and that you feel like you are refreshed or you feel like you were super productive or you know, you just feel good. You just feel good about your weekend and it was enjoyable and it didn't feel like... Um, A waste. You know how you can have that feeling of like, man, I don't really feel like I got that much done, or I felt like I, you know, didn't really relax or take any time for yourself, Um, whatever it may be. Because I understand that, you know, you can have different types of weekends, different seasons of life, where things are going to be more busy and things are going to be more slow, or there's going to be a happy medium between both. Um, But yeah, I just hope that you did have a good weekend, and I hope that today, Monday, that you're having a fantastic start to your day. Or if your day is in the middle or towards the end, I hope that it's going well regardless. If you are having a hard day, I always encourage everyone to do the five-minute reset, which is take at least five minutes to be by yourself and to have an opportunity to reset, reboot, restart your day, and kind of take a break from any problems, issues, or burdens that you've been carrying around um, that have been like weighing you down and causing you to just feel more stress and anxiety than you normally would. Um, It's also an opportunity to problem solve any direct issues that you are currently dealing with, Face to face, that you will have to again face once you're done with your five minute reset. So, take some time to problem solve and create a resolution you can take back and be able to move on from that problem. Um, I also always encourage everyone to do to create a list of at least four things that you are grateful for, um, and those can be really big things, really small things, really medium sized things. You can be really grateful that. You were able to purge and get rid of so many things, like whether it was just to donate them or throw them away or give them to someone that you know. Um, you can be really grateful that you were able to spend extra time relaxing, uh, whether that's taking a bath, washing, watching your favorite TV show, cleaning up your home, whatever that is. Because I understand that sometimes cleaning is really relaxing. I have had that experience before. I understand that not everyone has had that experience, and that's fine. Um, or maybe you're super grateful for... Uh, um, having really nice weather and being able to take your your dog out and um, get some uh, just play or go on a run or whatever it may be. Um, Just find at least four things that you're grateful for, and the beauty of having things that are big, small, or medium size, or whatever size they may be, is it creates an ongoing never-ending list of things that you can be grateful for, so you can always find something that you're grateful for. And last but not least, make sure that you are feeling at least neutral, if not positive, about the rest of your day, because you do not want to pass along your negative attitude to anyone else, but also, um, while you're creating your gratitude list, you should have come up with uh, reasons why you should shift your mindset and change your perspective and realize that despite what you're going through, you still have amazing, wonderful things happening in your life. And, um, it could be very helpful to shift your mindset, to focus more on those positive things to help you get through this really hard time in your life. So, um, if you're having a hard day, I encourage you to do that process, but I really hope that everyone is having a fantastic day. This week on the podcast, um, this week is going to be a bit different. You know, I decided to choose a little easier of a topic because I have a lot going on with moving and work and trying to manage contractors in our rental property, but I didn't want to leave you hanging and not post any episodes at all Um, and I'm telling you this because I want to be super authentic and transparent. I don't want you to think that I thought it was like the best idea ever to come up with a topic that I'm about to talk to you about. Um, I just thought that it would be super helpful um, but also it made it a little bit easier on me for research because I've told you guys before I do spend a lot of time doing research and figuring out how to break down certain topics that are helpful in regards to um, mental health, mental wellness, and everyday problem solving for just living your real everyday life, uh, but but still, I'm I'm super overwhelmed right now with everything that's going on in my life. And but I didn't, I did not want to leave you guys hanging. So I thought it would be fun to talk about various mental health related topics and provide my top ten tips for each. One. So that is what we're going to do this week um, because it allows me just to kind of give you advice that. I have kind of sprinkled into um, a lot of different episodes over the last seven months, so if you are new to the show, then maybe these tips will be new to you. If you're not, well, at least you have like a collective list of quick tips for you to go to if you are dealing with any of these um, issues that I'm going to talk about. This week, we are going to talk about tips in regards to mental balance, uh, anxiety attacks, coping with stress, putting fitness first, and handling anchor. So um, today, Monday, we are going to start with mental balance in my top 10 tips to achieve it. So let's go ahead and just jump right in. Also, I want to note before I jump into the tips that these tips are not in any particular order. So nothing is ranked. It's just more of like how I came up with the tips as I was writing the notes for each episode. Uh, just so you know, it's not like one And even though they're numbered when I tell you what they are, but they're not numbered, they're not ranked in any sort of way. So just so you know that. Number one is to exercise regularly. Um, I know this is one that is common. Um, Obviously, I'm not going to be, I don't think any of my tips for the whole entire week are going to necessarily be groundbreaking, but I think they're going to be helpful and practical. So... um, Exercise regularly. So exercise can help improve mood, sleep, anxiety, and stress. um, And reducing the negative impact of these things, the moodiness, the sleeplessness, anxiety, and stress on your everyday life will improve your ability to have a clear and focused mind. Um, And having a clear and focused mind definitely provides mental balance of being able to understand what's happening in your life, what you need to do, um, and focus in on getting those things done and how to um, come up with resolutions for things that are a little bit tougher than than Normal or than what you're used to, um, problems related to these often lead to brain fro- <laughs> frog, <laughs> brain fog, and issues focusing. So, if you are you know again suffering from moodiness, sleeplessness, anxiety, and stress, a lot of times it can bring brain fog, especially. Um, not sleeping very well you really have to work on sleep it's like one of the most important things that I could tell you and I will mention it uh, probably a couple times this week but it's so important to prioritize sleep in your life I understand I am definitely that person that would rather stay up all night and get something done um, and then suffer the next day but then if you were doing that day in and day out then you're going to burn out really quickly so let me just let you know that sleep is super super important um, but yeah it can definitely lead to brain fog and Um, your ability to focus as well as you want and get things done in a reasonable amount of time. Number two is to discover your productive hour. Try to figure out if there is a time of day that works best for you to get things done. It could be more than an hour if if just general morning time or afternoon, evening, whatever it may be works best for you. But try to pinpoint that time of day and maximize it as much as possible. Usually this is the time where your mental clarity and ability to keep things in balance works the best. So if you want to improve your mental balance, you want to maximize that time that you are just all in it super awake super focused ready to just like get everything done and I know that everyone has a very specific time for this. And I do want to note that sometimes people have a specific time that would work best in relation to what the uh, task is. So, for example, for me, I do prefer to work out in the morning. That's the time where I feel like I can actually get the best workout, and I can actually focus and get it done and get it through, and not get super distracted or feel tired or kind of want to like you know opt out of any exercises. Um, but but then again, if I'm gonna to do um, research for the podcast, I actually work better in the afternoon time. Um, So that is the time that I usually like to spend doing research as opposed to in the morning, where in the mornings I'm usually very productive when it comes to cleaning and organizing and getting things straightened up if I have the opportunity to do that. So if you are like me and you have uh, better times for certain things, then make sure you make note of that and do those things during that time to maximize your time and your focus and your balance. Number three is to ask for help. I definitely want to make sure that I included this because, you know, this is the one I've spoken about recently. I did a whole week talking about, um, ask, why asking for help is important. So if you'd like to listen to five whole episodes talking about that, I encourage you to go back into the archives of the podcast, but I needed to make sure that I mentioned it because obviously getting help will definitely, um, assist in your mental balance because you will be able to actually handle everything. If you reach out for assistance, um, you need to ask for help when you need it. You have to allow others to provide their time and talents to assist you, especially when they really want to. You know those people that are like, I want to help you. I really want to assist you. I want to be there for you. And you kind of push them off because you think that maybe they're just saying that out of courtesy or, you know, it kind of hurts your ego to accept any sort of help or assistance or you know you you are kind of a control freak and believe me I am in that category where you don't want anyone else to help you because you're afraid they're going to mess it up and you don't have the patience or the time you think to teach them to do it the correct way I get it I understand all three of those things however if someone really wants to help you uh, they will continue to reach out and so even if it's Maybe you don't want them to help in the thing that they want to help in, but maybe you could redirect them to help you in a different way. That would still be super satisfying for both of you, Um, and it will only, only hurt you more in the end if you don't, because you'll become overwhelmed, overstressed, and then you'll be begging for help, and maybe those people aren't available to help you then, but they were before. Um, you You have to take it when it comes, and just enjoy it, and feel blessed, and move forward, and learn lessons from that number four is meditation you know this is not something that i really practice but i have been told it is really helpful with coming back to who you are internally and a baseline to restart from Um, you are able to reconnect with who you are what you want and how you truly want to go about things. And it also allows for the mind to feel calm momentarily sometimes, which helps break up any instances of stress. So I encourage you to find some time, even if you do it like guided meditation with like a tape. I can't believe I said tape, like it's like 1993 again. But if you have a tape or a CD or a website or an app on your phone or whatever it may be, or you want to do it on your own because you are familiar with it, that just makes you most comfortable. Um, Guided meditation is really cool. I know that there are some cool apps that I've seen where they have like nice colors and um, things that they say to you and cool music that goes along with it. I feel like those things help me best if I am going to try meditation. So I encourage you to like to find that space and time to be by yourself to um, just like restart your mind and your body for the day and refocus on what's most important to you and what you need to get done and what you need to do number five is to journal for reflection I talk about doing reflections often often you don't necessarily have to journal to do it if you don't want to maybe you're not into that and I know that for journaling you don't necessarily just have to write it down you could type it you could uh, record your voice into a voice recorder or your phone either way all of that is still considered journaling to me or maybe you want to do talk to text Um, that's really helpful too but it helps when trying to recall how you're feeling and what happened when you felt the way that you did. You know, sometimes recall of that type of stuff is really hard. So I do encourage you to um, journal, like find some sort of way to get those words Um, in some sort of record so that you're able to reflect back on what you said and figure out how you're feeling, where you think you're going, how you are progressing in your goals and your achievements and the journey that you're on so that you have a better idea of what's happening and you can um, better work on having more mental balance by reflecting on how you've been dealing with things and how you should do it going forward. Number six is to learn to accept negative feelings. You know, accept that you will sometimes have negative feelings um, and that you will receive negative feelings from other people. And that the best way to overcome these is to confront those, not run away. So if someone does say something negative to you and you have the strength and the confidence to confront them, then do it. I would say still do it in a nice way. kind way but definitely be direct and tell them how you feel um but sometimes they're the negative thoughts are just coming from you so figure out what is causing um these feelings if it's coming from internally uh whether or not it's direct outside feedback or developed from a separate experience then you will be able to figure out why those thoughts um are present and move on from it sooner or if it's someone else saying those things to you, you can just directly try to figure out what what is driving um, their feelings and emotions and ask them why and figure out how you can get past it by, you know, maybe there was misunderstanding or maybe you offended them and you didn't realize that you did. Um, whatever it is, you can get through it by talking to them if they're willing to speak to you and if they're not uh, maybe you can just take stock in what you know, kind of evaluate the situation and then try to just move forward because if you continue to harp on it, you'll only hurt yourself more and you will not come to a resolution. You just need to move past it because there's nothing you can really do beyond reflecting on whether you did something wrong and fixing that and then move it on. Number seven is to practice forgiveness. Holding on to hurts, pains, and transgressions uh, from others will not do anything to the offender and only be worse for you in the end. Absolutely. It's that whole, um, you know, drinking poison and expecting them to die kind of situation. You know the quote I'm talking about. But it's only worse for you in the end. Every single time. I've learned this firsthand so many times despite how every single other time I'm like no that's not the way it's going to work it's really going to hurt them and even if it hurts them for a little bit it's not going to hurt them as long as it's going to hurt you for sure so forgive them and move forward with your life forgiveness is also a sign of maturity and strength and confidence that this thing is not going to keep you from moving on and becoming your best self Um, and don't let those experiences hold you back from enjoying your life and living your best so please please practice forgiveness Number eight is to create healthier habits. You know, this could be eating, eating healthier, having a strict sleeping schedule. I told you I was talking about sleep. Uh, Getting health concerns checked up on, like actually going to the doctor if you're not feeling well, if you've had um, progressive worse and worse issues or pains with something in your body and you just refuse to get it checked on because... You think it's nothing or it's a pride issue, you know, you got to stomp on your pride move along and do what's best for you truly. Um, having some personal quiet time, limiting screens and or including grounding in your routine, I would I would really take stock and take a step back and really change your perspective on what kind of habits are in your life and if you can implement even a couple healthy habits, those I listed or some other ones that you can Google on the internet or come up with your own, that would really help to um help with your mental balance and really just your balance, your total balance in life so that you kind of feel like the scales are not tipped in a certain way. And, and if you continue to live your life with the scales tipped in a certain way, the, the end that is so like hitting the ground, it'll be so much harder to go back and fix that if you continue to let it um, hit the ground more and more and more on the other side, rise, rise, rise. Hopefully that makes sense. Number nine is to get counseling. I don't really need to expand on this, but it's super helpful for for mental balance. If you have trouble achieving that on your own with the tips I'm giving you or any other tips you're gonna get anywhere else, I encourage you to get counseling, talk to someone. If, even if it's just on the phone or a lot of people are doing those um computer appointments online uh where you do like a zoom call or like a google hangout or whatever it may be and you can just talk to someone um I think there's even like a there's even a mental health text line you can do where you just text them if that's more of your speed and your comfortability I understand that it can be really hard to open up to someone but personally for me I believe that it's much easier to open up to someone that I don't know so it just it just makes it so much easier because they're not um inherently judging you and if they are you don't really know because they don't really know you so um but yeah just talk to someone talk to someone that uh that can just give you some insight and some tips to help you from a professional perspective um to help you feel more balanced and just Get on a good uh, structure and path for your life so that you're able to be your best self. And finally, number 10 is to learn to focus on the present. Worrying about the past will not change the past. It just won't. You know, hindsight is twenty twenty, but you can go about and come up with five different ways that you would have done it differently. Sure, doing that one time will help you to be better prepared for the future if that situation or scenario happens again but continuing to do that and continuing to come up with an endless amount of ways it could be different is not helpful at all no matter how you spend it it's kind of a waste of time um, enjoy the time you have now and live it up to be your best life as long as possible because as everyone says we are not promised tomorrow and we really need to understand and believe that that is true so that is all 10 of my tips you guys for um getting obtaining better mental balance i hope that those tips are really super helpful again thank you so much for listening to the real positive girl podcast my name is sabrina if you really enjoyed this episode i encourage you to share it with someone else and i appreciate everyone out there sharing the podcast talking to people about it getting more people to listen i just i just love it it's so great um And I hope that you come back tomorrow when we talk about uh, top 10 tips for anxiety attacks, if you struggle with that, or maybe you know someone else that does and you can help them out with these tips. Um, But until then, I hope that you have a good one. And oh, yes, sorry, I almost forgot. Check the description box for any notes for the show, um, where you can find me on Instagram, which is at Real Positive Girl Podcast. Um, Also my email address for any questions, comments, concerns, um, prayer requests, feedback, topic suggestions which is real positive girl podcast at gmail.com but until then have a good one and i'll see you later bye guys